Your financial mission, should you choose to accept it, is to achieve financial clarity. New Intel suggests that bad financial actors are constantly filling the landscape with misinformation and other barriers and obstacles, leaving you with limited time to make the right choices for a successful financial future. To make things easier, we've chosen your team for you. Financial Commander Janine Theus will help lead you to success. As always, should you avoid the excellent guidance you're about to receive, you'll be disavowed. Also, this message will self-destruct in three seconds. Three, two, one. You're listening to your Financial Mission podcast with Janine Theus of Theus Wealth Advisors. You can check her out at theuswealthadvisors.com. That is theuswealthadvisors.com. Janine's the CEO, the founder. I guess you're the big dog, the big kahuna over there, right? You're <laughs> you're the one that everybody comes to. You're the commander anyway, right? You're the financial commander. So I guess you're the uh, uh, commander in chief, if you will. There you go. There you go. <laughs> now, Janine is, uh, has a long career as a financial advisor, as well as in the uh, the Navy. She was a naval intelligence officer for many years, and she'll certainly give you the straight skinny when it comes to your financial plan. And if you want to talk to Janine, give her a jingle at 443-718-6311. That's 443-718-6311. And, of course, you can speak with Gracie to get that ball rolling, if you will. Janine, let's talk about the seven deadly sins of retirement planning. We all know what the seven deadly sins are, right? That's right. I well, so, some anyway. people do. <laughs> I would think I'm so. not so sure anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, oh, very good. Very good point. But the, we can apply those, I think, to you know the financial world as well. You know, Obviously, yep. you shouldn't just avoid these in your, in your personal life. Maybe we can give some pointers as to how to avoid these in the old financial life as well. So let's, uh, let's just dive in and hit them and run right down the list here. Since there are seven of these jokers, let's dive in with pride. Uh, I know that one's going to be big on the financial no-no list because it can get us in a lot of trouble. I mean, everyone knows pride is, in the financial sense, not admitting you need help when retirement planning becomes more complicated than you thought. Or, you know, you need help with your taxes, but hey, I can do taxes. I have TurboTax. And when we all know that phrase, pride goeth before the fall. Mm. So sometimes we get trapped in our own thinking, our own space, because we're all smart people but you might not be smart in that specific area. So it's not a ding on you, uh, on your character to ask for help in some areas you're not very familiar with. Men are more likely to be guilty of this hey, uh, hey, than hey, women. Hey, hey. Well, you know, you know, we shouldn't be surprised by this because men don't ask for directions, right? Well, true, true. <laughs> All right, you got me there. <laughs> so, it's, it's just one of those things. Um, I work with a lot of engineers and analytics, and I love that because I'm, I'm a recovering analytic. So I, you know, <laughs> I have no trouble going back and forth. And I, my, way of handling this is to ask a lot of questions. Okay. Well, that makes a lot and of sense. Because it's not it's not my opinion. I, I don't want people to just say, hey, I, this is my opinion. You need to take it. No, it's really a conversation. And that's part of, okay, we can take the pride, set it aside, and let's learn something here. You know, um, my, my dad used to always tell me growing up, and I, I agree with you very much. You said it's not everybody's cup of tea sometimes, and it's okay to ask for help. There's nothing wrong with that. And he used to tell me all the time, son, that as you're going through life, just remember, do what you do best and then hire the rest because you can't yeah. be great at everything. As much as our ego or our pride wants us to be say, I can do it. I can do anything. You know, uh, sometimes it just is, it's better to turn it over to somebody who's got the experience that can really help you work through those. And uh, Janine, what about envy? I think that one's probably good too, because my neighbor's got this really cool car that I want one as well now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's really, uh, I think in today, especially in America, it's really hard not 
to fall into that trap. Keeping yeah. up with the Joneses can get in the way of a lot of things, including retirement planning. You know, like you said, driving new cars, getting a home in a fashionable neighborhood, sending your kids to the right school. You're trying to, um, you know, keep up with what looks like something that you want to have. And that can compromise your your retirement savings potential. You know who Kevin Carnt is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, comedian. Yep. Mm-hmm. He, one of his routines, I believe it's called stay in your financial lane. It's, it's a great <laughs> <Nice>. routine. <laughs> yeah. And the thing that's so important that I keep telling people is money doesn't define you. Character does. Your yeah. decisions do. I bring that back a lot because don't worry about what other people are doing because you're only seeing the book, the cover. You're not seeing what's going on inside. Exactly. So don't get caught up in trying to compare yourself or what you have to someone else. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, when your buddy or your friend or whoever it might be goes out to Vegas, right? You know, Nobody ever comes back from Vegas and tells the story about how they got their clock cleaned, right? They always yeah. come back and talk about, yeah, I did great or I did okay, you know, I broke even or made a little money. Nobody ever comes back and says, I just lost it all, you know? So you got to take that with a grain of salt because, again, image a lot of times gets us into trouble. We're trying to portray an image. And uh, as you said, whether it's the, you know, the house, the cars, whatever the case might be. So envy, another good one to... Make sure you're thinking about when you're talking about the seven deadly sins of retirement planning. Uh, What about wrath? Can uh, wrath get us into some trouble? Yes, because anger can cloud your judgment and cause you to leave a job that you should have kept or you're burning bridges you shouldn't be burning. Um, (laughs) We all have those moments of frustration when we make snap decisions. What I would encourage folks to do is take a deep breath, take a step back, don't take offense where none is meant, and allow some time and space before reacting to tense situations because it can cost you a position or a job or just your own health. Living off savings can be really tough when a job search takes longer than you expected. And it's always going to take longer than you expected. So getting control of the emotions is very important and you know not letting them drive you in that case. Yeah, I, boy, I really like the way you put that. That was uh, don't take offense when maybe none is meant. I mean, that's I'm definitely guilty of that, right? And that's what we're talking about here is the seven deadly sins. I'm sure all of us can relate in one form or fashion uh, to these. So that's really good advice is just take that step back and, and really think about things so that anger doesn't cloud your judgment. Like you said, get you into a bad situation. Uh, pride, envy, wrath, we've covered those. Now let's get to the one that clearly jumps out well for the financial world, and that's greed. Yeah, greed's a great one because uh, investors often chase high returns. They invest in fads, often to their own detriment. One particular uh, item of greed is the particular stock or a new investment, you know, starts that makes big gains. Everybody's tempted to jump on board, of course, after it's already making its gains, or you're going to hang on to something because it's just going to keep going higher. And as we know, what goes up can come down. I have a graphic of a sine wave, and you know what that is. It's the Mm -hmm. up and down of a roller coaster. When people get greedy, they're typically buying at the top of the swing, or they're riding that stock right down to to the bottom. Yeah, and (laughs) and we're all taught that from an early age, right? We're taught, you know, buy low, sell high. But yet when you see something going on, like you're talking about a fad or a hot ticket or whatever that case might be, we just seem to throw better judgment right out the window and dive in anyway. And we wind up and, buying high and selling or riding it into well, the ground, like you said. And part of that's, yeah, part of that's how we're hardwired. But, you know, greed is kind of linked to fear as well as the mm. greed is I'm, I'm missing out on this great deal. Right. So I get in at the height of or, you know, the top of the stock market. But people then panic and sell, you know, when they get fearful. So yeah. if you get caught in that greed, panic cycle, 
it can destroy your retirement. Well, you know, or it can they just, all, just restore your investments. Right. Yeah. Well, they all tie in together, right? You get caught in the mm-hmm. greed cycle and the guy who, or the person maybe that you heard about the fad from or whatever the case might be. Now you're back to envy because you're like, you're ticked off that he's doing well with it, you know, and you kind of want what he's got and your pride gets in your way and you're not making a smart decision. It's really kind of, you know, all cyclical there. They all kind of work together. Oh yeah. And you have to be really careful because the guys that do day trading, this is just a guy thing. Uh Oh, here we go again. <laughs> I'm bragging. I'm bragging about the stock that, you know, I made X amount of dollars on, but I'm not going to talk about the, where I got killed. Right. Yeah. So same, you have yeah, to be really yeah. careful. What's, what's the other side of the story? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah same as my Vegas comment, same kind of thing. That's exactly what yeah. I was going with there as well. We've gone through four of the seven deadly sins, Miss Janine. I can, I'm going to see how you do with this one. I've been curious as we were talking, where you're going to go with sloth. What can we do with that one? I think in traditional type of investing, the sloth would be the laziness that comes with not paying attention. Okay. All right. To what's going on. Maybe getting things like throwing them in your filing cabinet, never double checking, never going back, you know, never really following. Okay. All right. Yeah, so I think from from our standpoint, it's it's we find it it's it's important to understand what your objective and philosophy are. So take the time to understand what they are. Doesn't mean you have to know how the watch works, but you want to know that the watch does work. So procrastination can kill a great idea or an opportunity. Um, not doing your due diligence can backfire, and that's on anything regarding True. finances. Yeah. <laughs> that's on not doing due diligence on a particular uh, a potential spouse for crying out loud. Um, <laughs> <laughs> these days, <laughs> you know, but don't confuse sloth or laziness with staying disciplined with an investment strategy. Okay. So once the proper allocation with rebalancing is in place, it really should be like watching paint dry. Let the portfolio do its job. At the same time, you still want to you know, you come back and refresh your memory or refresh your conversation with the advisor of what your objective is and is the portfolio meeting its objective. Hmm. Okay. Well, that was very good. I was really curious as to how you were going to kind of tie in sloth, but that's procrastination really jumps out at me. I think as people are listening to the podcast here, different things are going to resonate with different people. And I know just for me, uh, procrastination jumps right out because I know that I'm so guilty of that in a lot of facets of life and definitely in the financial facet. And I'm sure that uh, many people listening to the podcast right now are the same way. It's it's easy to always say, ah, okay, she makes a good point. I really probably should call or I've really got a question about this or that or whatever the case might be and I'll get to it a little later and then we just don't do that you know we just yeah and and procrastination in particular is people will sometimes feel oh I don't have enough I I, I'm you know whether it's me or any other advisor is you know is this person going to work with me because I'm not big enough or I'm Uh, you know I haven't done very well I'm embarrassed and that should really never be the determining factor very good. That's a good point. Yeah. Trying to get help. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point because it, and it ties right back into pride, right? I mean, it's like, well, yeah. I don't have enough and it's going to be embarrassing to, to say, well, I'm this age and this is all I've saved or whatever. And that's so definitely a wrong way to go about viewing it because the longer you wait, the shorter your time horizon is to get things done. So, you know, taking right. some action, it's really just a little bit of a leap of faith, but it's also at the same time a little bit of effort. And that's about it. And certainly the 40 you know, years or 50 years or whatever it might be that you've been working and, and trying to plan for retirement, it's got to be worth an hour of your time to really find out where you stand. So we're down to the last two of our seven deadly sins. We've hit pride, envy, wrath, greed, sloth, and now another one that could be a little tricky. How about gluttony in the financial world? Well, maybe not. <laughs> it's uh, similar to greed. 
but yeah, it yes. usually involves um, well, most people would think gluttony's hoarding, um, you know, binging. Yeah. So for some people, you see a particular stock or an investment it's doing well, it's tempting to binge on that investment and end up with too much money in one place. You only have to ask the folks who owned a lot of Enron or GE or Fannie Mae. <laughs> there you go. These are clear cases of having all your eggs in one basket because you think you know the company. And unless you're sitting on the board in the boardroom and are part of the financial decisions, you really can't know. And here's the, the thing about that. All the research of the last 50 years proves that stock prices are random and prices move based on news, which no one knows ahead of time. So don't take the risk that you can't afford. Hmm. Very good advice. I mean, I was sitting there thinking, as soon as I said gluttony, I was like, well, where's she going to go with this? But then it kind of hit me, you know, just having too much. In, and actually, the stock market right now is another good example of that. We were talking about that a little earlier in the show. Uh, you know, it's been on this high for quite a while. We, we all know that. It's been tearing along. And I talk to people all the time, and they're like, yeah, I'm just going to throw as much as I can into the stock market because it's just I'm going to ride this train while it's just, you know, cruising up, up, up. And it's like, as we talked about earlier, but you're buying already when it's high. <laughs> to that point, there, um, Eugene Fama, who's a winner of a Nobel Prize mm -hmm. on in economics, um, his comment was, if you've been, if you got out of the market and you went to cash, and now you've had, we've had all this increase in the market, buy high and hold. Right. Okay. But the over the overarching point is, get a strategy and yeah. stick to the strategy. Exactly. <laughs> because you know, as soon as it, you jump in at, as the market is going higher, as soon as it takes a dip, you're going to panic oh, yeah, and get exactly. out. Yeah. Yeah, those same so, people that I talk to that say that, yeah, you're exactly right. They're going to go, oh, it dropped, you know, a little bit for whatever news that might have affected it, and I got to get right back out. So, yeah, you're, you're spinning exactly. your wheels. Yeah, absolutely. Well, really good points here. We're talking about the seven deadly sins with Janine, and I guess we're down to the last one, and this one to me is obviously a lot like uh, greed, but uh, I'll be curious to see as you're, you're taking your viewpoints on lust and uh, how it can get us into trouble with the old financial world. Well, most people wouldn't associate lust with finances. I don't know. I know some people that love their money. <laughs> well, that's a good point. Make sure that your goals are realistic. Don't lust for things you can't achieve or you might risk too much trying to get it. It's one thing to have dreams and goals and a plan to achieve them. It's another to become obsessed or even concerned that you don't have something someone else has. So you need to create a plan based on your income needs and not a specific net worth that you're lusting after. Be realistic about what you're going to be able to attain depending on where you are, what your time horizon is, how long you're going to work. Uh, because if you get caught in that trap, you're likely to make decisions that will deplete a portfolio in retirement because you're always going to be trying to go after the next big thing. I mean, that's just really associated with greed yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Kind of um, like, uh, kind of like baseball. If you like, if you're a sports fan, you know, baseball analogy is. Would you say like the the home run hitters that swing for the fences, right? Well, it's really exciting, right. and it's very exciting right. when they hit, catch a home run. But guess what? They also have they also have the highest number of strikeouts. That's right. And so what people end up doing is if you don't, if you're not where you think you should be without being realistic or pragmatic, you are opening yourself up to taking chances that are not worth taking. And so here's the challenge that our culture faces. I mean, as an overall for the seven deadly sins, if you will, America is a very wealthy country. We're not perfect, but we're rich in opportunity and technology and overall economic stability. And that has produced so many creature comforts like electricity and refrigeration. I mean, do you know how many people don't sleep on beds yeah. in the world? As a result, we've gotten quite materialistic as a people, and it will always be a challenge to not be consumed by this. 
So it's really important to realize that the things that things are not always as they seem. Some people may appear to have a lot more than you. Everyone has issues and situations they're dealing with, regardless of how much money they have. Maybe they're providing care or support for a relative less fortunate. Generosity comes in many forms, and you'll find it in the most ordinary situations. So be grateful. This is America, where anybody can be the master of his or her ship. Well, really great advice there from Janine Theus. And boy, that's just a great point to end on. I think first world problems, right, is something people can relate to. Yes. It's everybody's, your problem is catastrophic because it's your problem, but everybody's facing something out there. So when it comes to your retirement planning and your finances, uh, one step at a time, one step at a time, work your way through, get a plan, work that plan, stick with that plan, and uh, and you'll find some success in there. But you got to start somewhere with that. And of course, Janine can help you out at uh, Theus Wealth Advisors. You can give her a call at 443-718-6311. That is 443-718-6311. Stop by the website at theaswealthadvisors.com. Miss Janine, thank you for being on the podcast again with me this week. I appreciate it. Thank you. Absolutely. And make sure you tune in for more because there will be another episode next week with Janine Theus of Theus Wealth Advisors. You've been listening to Your Financial Mission. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.